I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The year is 2018. Gay ally and Grammy Award winner Casey Musgraves turned me into a yeehaw yee bitch with Golden Hour. Oh. Yeah. I just got into that like honestly uh, last week very into like this is how the girls should do a country pop album some might say i really like um oh what a wonderful world or whatever that mm-hmm. one is yeah what a world that's great she's that kind of girl yeah yeah she is she is she's great she's like demolishing country standards well speaking of outselling um tana Khan oh this year outsold that was 2018 the piece of me world tour <laughs> and outsold all the girls Sure did. And left all the children shaking, quaking, sunburnt, crying. Stranded. Stranded. (laughs) Without security. (laughs) Shane Dawson documentary series. (laughs) Wow. Tana Mojo. Great times. Uh, Meanwhile, I was in Montreal for my friend Lance's birthday. And while I was there at gay strip club stock bar, I discovered to my dismay that I actually like Post Malone's music. Rockstar specifically. Uh, I have no uh, opinion. Yeah. That's just, great. Cool. Yeah. I mean, go buy stock bar on iTunes though. That that was a good bar. A lot of strippers. I got a lap dance to the song Amazed by Lone Star. Oh wow, the mask <laughs> is really just He had like sort of a drag race reveal. He started out as like a Harry Potter type with thick glasses and like a dorky t shirt. Hope this is post Malone. Uh, no, this was the stripper. Oh, a, a man stripper. A man stripper. Oh. oh, yeah. This is a gay strip club. Yeah. Oh, and ew, why would you want a man stripper? <laughs> I don't know. Also, he was like very clearly straight. So I was like asking him about like his life while he was doing it. Was, it was not great. Is this your first strip that club was my, experience? Yeah, that was my first strip club. Oh, wow. I know. Didn't you do No. That? Oh, you didn't? I thought you had a, a, a I lap need, dance I want, story. I like a huge big titty bitch like, yeah. in my face. Cock destroyers, honestly. Yeah. Sponsor us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Hi guys, mm, look at these lovely big tits. Do you know what we are? We're fucking cock destroyers, aren't we, cock babe? Fucking destroyers. Yeah, fucking cock destroyers. One day, one day, Rebecca Moore will come. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, I was thinking about what you said last episode about how pop abandoned us uh-huh. and I abandoned pop. But this year, I relied on new drama in the beauty community. Uh, we really went hard. And the beauty community, like the rest of the world, was in chaos and in ruins <laughs> in 2018. Manny Muas canceled. canceled. Laura Lee's fired. Over. Laura the Leech. Over. That really was my source of entertainment it this was. year. It was. It was like, definitely. The world was garbage. Well, yeah. it still is. Right. It's definitely like, it was the ASMR, although I partake in that too, but that was definitely like my calming mechanism was watching Mua drama at the end in of the ASMR. night. ASMR? I have watched ASMR. Oh. But like, but like that was my like calming thing in the same oh, realm right, right, of right, ASMR. Right. <laughs> it's like but like that one little girl that was like Life with Mac. You're disgusting. You're disgusting. <laughs> Give me that. <laughs> Thanks. My favorite one of hers was when she's like, 
the cashier at the food thing. And yeah. she's like, less fat. You need it. <laughs> Can you even afford that? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Wow. We really just, you know, mm-hmm. the things were um, low brow and low budget. And speaking of low budget, The Piece of Me (laughs) show decides to go around the U.S. All around the U.S. and Europe. Piece of Me, shoddy tour. Yeah, one suitcase of props. Welcome to 2018. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This This is is our our new new brand. (laughs) Yeah, no, No, that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands, by stands, dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. 2018 brought us the specifically titled Piece of Me Exclusive Limited Tour. Was that the official name? Mm-hmm. I have to laugh. Well, But, yeah. you know, before we get into that eternal running piece of me show we kick off in a familiar place which is hawaii where she goes whenever something Mm -hmm. tragic is about to be announced (laughs) her her heaven on earth it really is yeah if we get some some hot body shots in a yellow bikini and she's just chilling with the boys in hawaii because it's always the calm before the storm if she's in hawaii chances are something's about to happen it's like changing hair or going to hawaii like shit's about to go down it really is true yeah so she goes and we get the announcement of the piece of me 10 more pieces more me tour and everyone's like okay i mean plus side we get an east coast moment and obviously everyone in europe who was never able to go to vegas so that's the pros the cons is that the the concept (laughs) of it was good from the start yeah however couldn't afford the poll but we'll get to that it was exciting yep in the beginning yeah um, we also get um, some some wins, some very important um, uh, business knee wins. Uh, oh, we, we do. That's the, right. The award show circuit. <laughs> the this award year. show circuit. Really, like strategically placing her as a entrepreneur knee. Like really trying to make it clear she's like queen of gays, queen of fragrance. It's true. Well, she kind of is. Queen oh yeah, of fragrance. Oh, completely. I feel like it's her and Paris Hilton yeah. have these empires that no one really talks about, mm-hmm. but they're massive. They're huge. And uh, she gets awarded in 2018 at the Hollywood Beauty Awards. She wins Fragrance of the Year for Fantasy in Bloom. I've never smelled that Never one. smelled it, never seen it. That was the one with the pink. Yeah, it's like pink and white, I want to say. It's Flowers. kind of a good photo. Doesn't she have like a thing around her neck? Yeah, it's yeah. Like the pink outfit. It reminds me of the lotus flowers that it's fall very, in piece of me very lotus. every time. Yeah. I, I guess I like the picture. I think at the time I thought like this was a my prerogative cover situation where it was like three different parts of her body though. It may be. Maybe. Um, with the fragrances. That may be a theme that happens numerous times this year, but. It might be. Oh, domination. See you soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we also get um, the quote part after. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm, so one of the, so she actually goes to this event. She which does. is. um interesting and i will say the outfit is a serve mm-hmm. it's a little rough the the makeup ge- the getty photos are not yeah that flattering they're not that flattering but she's seems to be having fun she does and the speech is cute yeah and she's like in a room with a bunch of 
Yeah, like business execs. Yeah, yeah. It's like a strange live stream. She's in the room with Manny Moa and Laura Lee, and she's accepting this award <laughs> yeah. in front of all the beauty influencers. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey is launching Beauty Killer, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's a different realm for her. So I feel like she's probably more comfortable. Right. And yeah. she says in her speech how her kids were like are you going to the Oscars and how they just wanted her out of the house. And I'm like, Oh, and when I was getting ready this evening, my sons were like, mom, are you going to the Oscars? And I said, well, it's kind of like the Oscars and I won the biggest award there. So they were really, really happy. They were jumping up and down and I felt really proud, but they were just really to get my ready to get my ass out of the house. Anyways. Cool. Mom. So glad you showed up. Yeah. She, at this point, the, the boys think that she's the most uncool, whatever they scare her. They tell her to get out of the house. Yeah. Sweet, sweet Jaden and Sean Preston. (laughs) (laughs) And then we move on to another um, industry that she has created for herself, which is um, inventing homosexuality uh, at the Glad Media Awards, where Mm -hmm. she accepts the Vanguard Award for essentially, yeah, being a gay icon, which deserved. I think she is embracing it more now. Definitely. She understands it now she does um which she didn't before no she accepts the award on behalf of all of the somewhat girls in the audience Mm -hmm. and ricky martin is on hand to present that's so hot number one but also a sweet little like 1998 99 kind of tie-in it's it's cool that it's him wow this is so incredibly amazing um, I wrote this speech, um, and it's basically, I, I feel like our society has always put such an emphasis on what's normal, and to be different is unusual or seen as strange. But to be accepted un- unconditionally and to be able to express yourself as an individual through art is such a blessing. Events like this, the one we are attending here tonight, show the world that we are not alone. We can all join hands together here and know that we are all beautiful. And we can lift... And we can lift each other up and show our gifts without hesitation. Being a mother has shown me what it means to love unconditionally. And you are all in this room have showed me throughout my career what it means to be loved unconditionally. It's such an honor to be here. And thank you so much, Glad, And thank you to the LGBTQ community and my family and all of my friends and fans. I love you very much. Thank you. And I think this is a great speech. She's definitely nervous. She is. But this goes back to Alien and everything else. She says, I feel like our society has always put such an emphasis on what's normal. And to be different is unusual or seen as strange. Mm-hmm. And I think that is why, one of the reasons why the gays go so hard for Britney is because she is such an unusual you alien. Right. She's so just like alienated as a mega famous person that she's weird She's inherently weird and she's just kind of in this fame bubble and kind of an outsider in the weirdest way. I think, I don't know. And I get that too. I think she feels like she doesn't fit in, Mm -hmm. in the world. She's always felt separate Mm -hmm. from every, like that she doesn't belong. Yeah. I mean, she's the least thirsty girl in the game. Like she's not, while everybody else is like trying to be famous, she's just kind of trying to, get by I'm in my opinion like, yeah so I feel like she's such a weird pop star because she doesn't necessarily want these things that a lot of the other boys and girls are clawing at so I love her for the fact that she's like relating to us the somewhat girls on a very like 
I feel weird too. And that's why I understand you. Mm -hmm. I love that. And I liked that she was nervous during this. Yeah. I felt like it made it seem more sincere. And I really do think that she wrote her speech. Yeah. Because normally if you can tell when she's checked out. Yeah. We all know. We all know the look. We all know the the Good Morning America voice. (laughs) But this one, she was nervous and she was stumbling on her words. She was. I felt like she was really trying and she gave it effort and she knew it was important and yeah yeah i thought it was a a great speech all around because it really felt from the heart me it It did did. and i think she means it in the same way you know her little handwritten note a year before Mm -hmm. she does so agreed gay ally gay icon queer warrior and she also looked really good um in the audience, there's a great shot of her and Sam like having their little salad. Mm-hmm. This outfit was a serve. It was. She was fucking snatched. She was. So, win all around, won the gays yet again. And then in the back, in the backstage interview, is a very iconic moment where she's presented an image of her and Ricky in 1999. Mm-hmm. Or 2000 even. And she, she does the thing where she's reminded of something and she freaks out. She's like, oh god, don't show me that. I don't know what the hell was happening. And, uh, She's like, I have no memory of this, whatever. And they're like, no. And she's like, the secret to happiness? No memory. Live in the moment, baby. You guys go back so far, too. Oh, yes. yes. 1999. This (laughs) photo. Please stop. Really? Are you serious? Come on. Oh, my God. Such a dork and a nerd. Hello. The biggest nerd. Tell me, what do you remember about this day? Do you? I have no idea. I don't remember. Yeah. The secret to happiness. No no memory. Really? Exactly. That's it. I like that. I like that. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Live in the moment. Okay, so I I the reason I the reason I brought it up is because it's like nineteen ninety nine. Hit me baby on fire. Uh I mean I feel like we're we're approaching now the twentieth anniversary of that song. Yes, we live in La Vida Loca, baby. I love live in La Vida. Yes. She's not wrong. No, she's not. Like I was thinking about it and I was like, Oh, that's kind of alarming. (laughs) Yeah. But then I was like thinking about it and I'm like, actually though, she's kind of right. I think so. Like I, if you really just block out the past and you just live in the moment. <laughs> well, then there's a lot of internal be... trauma and then it comes out in unhealthy ways, you know, but I guess, you know, I also, know. I also think that there's something to be said about the fact, and this kind of harps on my whole, like stop referencing your iconic moments thing is like, it's nice to want to do things in the present instead of just harping on everyone's always like oh in her peak and her peak at her best and it's like okay but she's like in her 30s and totally viable now like mm-hmm. why do we got to be like remember your teeny bob era all the time that really picked up this year yeah it was like the oh 20th anniversary oh my god baby one more time right and you could tell she kind of was like about the whole thing totally um <clears throat> so that's kind of the wins for the awards season so pivoting to music yeah well, while everyone was asking her about old stuff and like the upcoming 20th, there started to be rumblings of new stuff with, <laughs> I feel like, m- m- get ready. I, f- I can already feel Trigger alert. Mose, the energy, <laughs> the flavor um, <laughs> is just sour, if you oh, will. <laughs> yeah. <Good. laughs> because like- the taste of apple pie oh apple <laughs> starts to mm. Mm. <laughs> what, like okay so <clears throat> where did this come from because i n- <laughs> feel like i saw it once it like took off and i'm like where the hell are people getting this from first of all i would just like to say oh. 
And second of all, <laughs> it is not uncommon for this community to run away with titles of alleged songs throughout all 20 plus years. They run away. They run, run away. away. One of her <clears throat> biggest notes, just, yep. you know. Um, remember <laughs> Feed the Wolves? Remember that bullshit around Britney no. Jean era? Remember the Selena Gomez song? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're such a Spanish and a baby fan, but having <laughs> running through the jungle. <laughs> wow. Um, no, I. There are always these like rumor track names that that bubble up to a certain degree. Sometimes they stop at forums. Sometimes they make it their way to headlines in blogs. Sometimes, in this case, like iHeartRadio reported it, but cited Breathe Heavy as the source. Which, uh, <laughs> oh, what, what's that? <laughs> Anywho. Um, the thing with Apple Pie, the reason that people were so frenzied, and to their credit, I would be too, is there were Apple emojis all over her Instagram. She used Apple emojis all the time. On everything. On everything. Right. At the same time, she also used the ribbon emoji and the stiletto emoji and all these other ones and the fish emoji. So the thing is that once there was a rumor of a song called Apple Pie and she keeps using apples unbeknownst to her, it only fueled the fire. Meanwhile, she doesn't even like her music. Do you think she really cares about teasing her song? She's not teasing no. anything. She doesn't even want to do music. And where did the pie come from? I don't know. Because I honestly, like, if she's using Apple, emo- I, I don't totally know where it started. But I do know that like people play off of any phrase, any any sort of sign of life from her, and they make up names of things. So I reached out to RCA. I reached out to her publicist in the UK. Everyone is telling me. There's no truth to this. This They've never heard of apple pie in their lives. So I tweeted, apple pie isn't real. And I got, it couldn't be worse timed because then she posted a behind the scenes from what we now know is the prerogative video. Mm-hmm. But it was her in that corset with the two dancers. Right. And everyone fucking came for me they were like see she's shooting the video for apple pie mm-hmm. she's doing everything like you're a fucking idiot was she one in particular might have said who's uh mumu's and his 12 gay fans like nobody <laughs> what did he say exactly i forgot it's in my header but anyway was oh, this where mumu's came from this is where mumu's and 12 gay fans came from because of apple pie. apple pie wow and i really just ran with it thanks for the catchphrase sweetie um <laughs> <laughs> How's that single? Do you love it? Yeah. Do you love Are Apple you enjoying Pie? watching the music of video? <laughs> um, this is not uncommon for like, in my opinion, these things happen a lot in the Britney community. Like the rumors of something about to drop and stuff like that. Like, the hold it against me music video. That was actually Erica Jane. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's just the, the girls were always doing this always. So this was just kind of fueled and it didn't help that she, unknowingly was fueling it by fucking using her apple emoji which was just in her recently used selection she's right. like boop 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 yeah. <laughs> she's just using all these emojis the only thing that i do think it could be like an interesting thing is that she we do know this because there's like photos and evidence of it she went to new york big apple to go through readings of a musical that is based on her music oh, we know right. there's a whole rumor about a musical coming so for a moment, I was like, maybe it's the Big Apple tease. But once again, she she doesn't want to tease her music. She doesn't even care. So no. Anyway, um, <laughs> did you get the likes? Did you get Did you get, did the, you get engagement? the engagement? <laughs> um, but like, 
it would actually not shock me if they saw all of this promo and like some songwriter was smart enough to write a song called Apple Pie for her for B10. That would be hilarious. If if like this what it? energy would like like what is the song about apple pie going to be about? So delicious. Like all I think of is like the movie where the guy shoves his dick in it. Um, honestly, they could play off of that. That would be like part two of If You Seek Amy with her coming out with the pie. Oh my god, people were like using that as like promo pics for apple pie and shit. Right. Oh god. Anyway, and that movie is very traumatizing for me because I got called Shermanator. Shermanator all through high school triggered honestly was, we're both very like it's i do look like him you do and also <laughs> you yes you do you do i guess we're both literally triggered by apple pie yeah wow like all through college are you the shermanator and eventually i just started saying yes yeah so i get free drinks i mean that worked out for you yeah i just get Did called it. an irrelevant blogger with 12 gay fans like literally google shermanator and, and google images and the first one that pops up you're gonna be like oh my god t kyle that's crazy. <laughs> well, it's better than Chucky. That's an upgrade. So that is an upgrade. Don't be <laughs> don't be sad about it. So we get fake apple pie. Hope it's your favorite single of 2018. And we also hear rumors of a song with Pitbull and Mark Anthony, which that one's true. That one's real. That was gonna happen, and we know it because Pitbull said it. Pitbull right. was like, and then he there. got added to the tour, and <clears throat> it like just made sense. Yep. There may or may not have been snippets flying around, and we we know it exists for sure, can confirm, but for whatever reason, they do not put this out when she is literally touring with him, which is In the summer. a choice. So that's a shame. Not really sure who exactly put the kibosh on it. I mean, the jersey in me is a little sad that that didn't happen. Me too. I won't lie. You know, I couldn't get down to shaking my tits to Pitbull. Absolutely. And like in this moment of post Despacito, like having a Spanish knee moment, Spanish and a Bobby yeah. would have been Change amazing. your mind. Literally. Someone literally changed their mind. Somebody literally changed their mind. <laughs> no Sia's new single. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we're going to, we're going to hope and pray that maybe it gets new life in this year or next year or something. I don't know. Where? Uh, During what? I have no idea. He'll probably (laughs) replace her with Camilla. Ew. (sighs) Honestly, that's what happened with Hema. Right, and then didn't hers leak, Mm -hmm. and it's so much better. Yeah, so much better. (laughs) Yeah, literally, though. So uh, that's what we get as far as musical wins. Also, Talisa wins in court after battling Will I Am and Brinty by association uh, for Scream and Shout. Oh, they get yeah, a little blast from the past. Little, yeah. British knee jumps out because the judge, the court confirms that Talisa's vocals are still on scream and shout. And so she gets 10% writing credits moving forward. So oh, Eve my. was kind of right. Eve was definitely right. And she got dragged, but she was right. Yeah. She was ahead of her time. She, <laughs> she really was. Yeah. And yeah, Talisa, like definitely people don't know her here, but, Right, and she did the demo. Yeah. Right. So then this sort of going back to Britney Jean era, mm-hmm. because Scream and Shout was Same era. right before that, yeah. just kind of played more facts into... Yeah, receipts that maybe Britney wasn't the only person on these songs. Right. Mm-hmm. Like our ears were telling us yes, <laughs> and then the court was like... But our heart is saying no. <laughs> <laughs> But her law system is saying Yeah, no. a subpoena in a bottle. A subpoena. <laughs> Bye. 
So, I mean, but like Talisa earned that. That is like insulting that it took five years for her to prove that she should have writing credits. It was supposed to be on her album, The Female Boss. Oh, Sorry, Talisa. There you go. Well, uh, I'm still streaming it, so she's yeah, getting coins. Getting your me, coin. So. Exactly. <laughs> um, going back to hashtag apple pie, because I can't escape it. Part of the reason that everyone's freaking out is because she puts the apples with a very misleading image of her with the director of what turns out to be the campaign, the photographer rather of Kenzo's memento campaign. But at the time we're all freaking out because she's posing. It says, I believe secret project was the caption with the fucking apples in the caption. Everyone's very sure she's shooting the video for apple pie. Um, And in the background is um, Japanese and it says piece of me actually. So everyone's like, Oh, this is all tied together. Music's coming. New right. era. B10. Whatever. And he's legit. Like, this is a big yeah, fashion photographer. photographer. Yeah. Right. He's done some stunning he has. work. What it turns out to be, again, messily leaking out because people who are working on the campaign, like Snapchat pictures of it, is her doing a Kenzo campaign. Fashion. No music. Fashion. Yeah. It's almost like um, one might say that hype is not good. <laughs> and mm. also like... Forum I've heard that before. Hmm. Anyway, so so we get hyped for what is not music at all. We get right. fashion launch. Pros of this, her first legitimate high fashion campaign ever. Oh, are you saying that Candy's is not high fashion? Well, is that what you're saying? Candy's a little too elite. <laughs> this is Kenzo's more affordable. Um, <laughs> yes, this is the first time that she's taken a risk, not a risk, a um, a, a, a left lane turn into something a little edgier, something a little more sophisticated, artsy. I feel like this would have been a perfect campaign for 2016. Yeah. Oh, the body's very glory. The Everything's very... It's very her in London in 2016. Completely. Like, her style was so good. Mm-hmm. And we all know she's not really known for style. Um, Sorry. Or what are you saying about the candy style icon? Award? <laughs> <laughs> you know... Um, Allie Brooke would disagree. James Dean daydream look in her eyes. She's not necessarily known for style. Um. Um, but this, I, like, loved the whole thing. I did too. A little think, Photoshop neat. Yeah. But it was giving me out magazine. Oh, totally. Tease. Yes. Remember like that old. Extremely like, that. It was very Photoshop neat, but in a very artistic way. Absolutely. I Definitely. There were some images that were altered a little too much for my liking, but that's, that's Kenzo. Like whatever. If, mm-hmm. if a high fashion brand wants to be doing that. You can get away with that with fashion because it's. Yeah. It's about the clothes. It's not necessarily right. Like the rest of it can kind of look cool. Yeah, and I did think she looked cool. I thought it was a it very was. Um, cool look. And honestly, to have it be jeans is just like all her. denim stuff. So her. Uh, so I I did cop a hat, a very overpriced hat from that line, and uh, supported the cause. You know, it was a really good look for her. I thought I'll commend Team Brittany. This is my example of make her relevant in a modern way. Like right, this is not you know redoing the fucking pigtails. This is a modern look. True. So it was sophisticated. Yeah. But still, still very her quirk. Yeah. Yeah. There's a quirk to it. Totally. I liked it a lot knowing that music was not coming. I think a lot of people were very upset because you had all these rumors brewing of music and these alleged music videos coming. It is also, I think to tease all of that in the beginning of the year, because the last album was 16. Yes. 
and the girls these days seem to do everything every two years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of like the new rollout. Sure. So I could kind of understand why people thought. Yeah. I mean, but we're also Britney fans and we ask for new music literally the day after the album drops. We're like, okay, what's next? More. Oh, really? <laughs> Oh, I wanted them to promote Glory for like five years. I think a lot of fans are thirsty. I'm ready for the third single from Glory like now. That would be a dream. (laughs) But anyway, anywho. So we get Kenzo campaign and we also get part two of the apple pie drop. Turns out to be prerogative. Right. Another um, example of the perfumes getting better promo than literally everything else. Yeah. Better than the tour. Better than Peace of Me. Better than All of Glory. (laughs) Yes. Prerogative comes out. Her first alleged unisex fragrance, which... Smells like shit. (laughs) Sorry. People differ. Not sponsored, clearly. (laughs) Can you imagine? (laughs) Uh, Let's take a break and uh, spritz some prerogative. It smells like shit. (laughs) Like... It's very sweet, I think. On the skin, after a while, I think I like it. But I'm also deluded. As I've constantly championed, I believe, Believe is the unisex fragrance in her line. I I think that is more than prerogative, but we can agree to disagree. But anyway, but they do make this a point because they are trying to drive kind of the the demand for the cologne from her forever. Right. So they're like, this is unisex. This defies gender. This is... Which was ahead of its time. Very ahead of its time. I don't know that it was successful. I think it should have been a weirder smell for it to be unisex, like not so sweet or something. It's just like a very intense. It could have used a little bit of a half mask, half feminist. It wasn't very, I I don't know. I just thought the whole thing was. (laughs) So like the teasers on Instagram are the first thing we got, right? Yeah. And once again, I mean, talk about fucking gooping the girls. I mean, that looked like first of all everyone's like oh the beat is the new single the beat yeah. of this like commercial <laughs> nope it's just them doing elizabeth arden coin promo and doing amazing commercials for her right like it's rich looking the productions up yeah. there the edits good yeah she i would snatched, say it's like the photos good the surveillance knee like sleek look is so good and her in the bed doing the hair flip is a dream mm-hmm. exactly where you want her to be musically but I guess a right. fragrance is fine. I don't know. <sighs> the, just the contrast between the two didn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. And no. like the bottle looked so cheap. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, this doesn't make any sense. Not her best bottle. Anyway, I have three bottles of it. But and I prerogative, th- <laughs> like to reference an old song, but then do nothing. Okay, well, that was my biggest issue. It, is because I'm I really um I really go hard for my prerogative and like justice for my prerogative and the fact that it's never been live and all of that stuff. Right. So to be like referencing this song and really really not sampling it, no, not acknowledging it, live in the moment, baby. Just yeah, just didn't add up. No, for me, <clears throat> she should have tied in the fucking song that she has with this campaign. Yeah, or titled it something new. <clears throat> yeah, and then had a new song with it. Yeah, somewhat girls. Yeah, honestly, the apple pie thing that got everyone shook in the white corset actually turned out to be a second sequence when she's like in that glitter room doing some slight choreo. Yeah, with the pony. With the pony. Which was a choice. An ode to Piece of Me tour. Mm -hmm. 
And isn't that the same venue that they filmed Haunted? I think so. Beyonce, and then also Gaga did, um, is it Paparazzi? Oh, maybe, yeah. They film a lot of stuff there. Yeah, because then we get the third promo later in the year, and at this point it's like laughable how much promo we're doing, where she goes up the stairs in her Cock Destroyer outfit. Yep. And it's like, girl, you you did a whole visual album for Prerogative. This is crazy. It's just... Glory did not get a third single, but they spent how much money on this? (laughs) I just don't get it. Yeah. I really don't. Well, it just goes to show how much money she's raking in from the fragrances, frankly. Well, clearly. Like, it it goes to show that the company, Elizabeth Arden, clearly is doing so well. They have no problem splashing out all this money on her. But then when it comes to, like, her team and making creative decisions and financial decisions, it's a little different. Anyway, um, learn from this. I don't know. I don't understand why they can't sync the two. Like, I don't get it. We didn't even talk about it in 2017, but there was a TMZ scandal because a, like, sponsorship fell through for Slumber Party. They were trying to make Slumber Party, like, paid promo for, I think, Bumble or something. And uh, I think it fell through and the video almost didn't happen or some, some drama or something. And, yeah, like, Orange Theory Fitness for Scrap to Make Me and plentyoffish.com and hold it against me in my opinion they try and find ways to fund these music videos without using her own coin which it's the cheap way i will say well um for slumber party you know what they could have used as a sponsor for that oh gravity blanket. gravity blankets see what i did there i absolutely <laughs> do see what you did there we should probably uh yeah we do need to thank gravity blankets again for sponsoring this 2018 episode you know, with a gravity blanket, you and whoever else could enjoy a slumber party underneath the comfort of a weighted blanket. She really could have done We Ain't Gonna Sleep Tonight. Yeah. And then Tanache very comfy. flipped over and been like, no, Brittany, you are going <laughs> to sleep tonight. We we did it here. We did it here. We, we wrote the the ad for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we'd like to give a shout out to Gravity Blankets for sponsoring this episode of It's Brittany Bitch. We have a special code for you as well. We do 15% off any of their products. You can use code Brittany. That's B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. Not with two T's and an A. If you use that, you're local. You're a local and you're canceled forever. There still are so many people that use everyone the two T's and the A. And I'm like, really? like It's very, very local. Anyway. Anyway. Put respect on her name and spell it right for 15% (laughs) off. (laughs) Um, yeah, at gravityblankets.com. Until then, we'll uh, see you soon. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll still see you. We'll still um, see you. We're still going. We're talking about promo. Um, it just bothers me because I feel like if they're so thirsty for someone to pay for a video, clearly her perfumes get like such good promo videos. Mm-hmm. Why not just sync them together? I mean, they definitely do already get paid I'm sure from Elizabeth Arden for like every time she does do that perfume moment in the beginning of all the videos. Right. They kind of skimp on the art by doing business. Wow. Seems like maybe she could use her own money to uh, do her own visual album or something if they let her. Anyway, moving right along, we've got another promo moment before the kickoff of this <clears throat> tour. Yeah. Cause the tour was summer, right? It was, was summer. Like summer vacation. Yeah, and actually prerogative was like all throughout yeah. the tour. But, uh, you know, we dip and dive. So we get a segment on Late Night. Oh, we do. And this was, 
I thought this was kind of weird that she was doing this because yeah, it like didn't really she promote doesn't anything. Like promo. No, I I think this is all tied in with prerogative, which is fairly impressive. Maybe they um wrote it in for this deal that she had to do at least a one late nighter, <laughs> right? Because she gets to do ew with Fallon. She does. She does it. I I will say that. You know, I thought she had fun. She does. And so I appreciate it. She loves it. playing a character. I didn't find it funny. Nope. At all. No. Like none of it. None of it. It kind of, well, maybe it's But also, irrelevant. to her credit, I don't find ew funny. No. Like, to me, it reminded me of, like, the Walmart version of publicity. Have you ever seen yes, that? Yes. That is what it is. Oh, my fucking God. That is... Chanel Walmart. Yep. If you have never seen publicity, it's publicity with, like, an L-I-Z. Yeah. Get it? get it um it is so fucking funny and there's clips like all over tumblr and i i don't know they canceled it his show so it's uh, not a thing anymore well i think ew only works when it's like someone like the rock or john cena where it's so over the top like this like big muscle dude being like a teenage girl and they're like gossiping is like the humor of that segment right I, at best maybe yeah it just doesn't really it's no publicity it's no publicity it's no all that hosting gig or snl hosting gig but you know she gets to have a little comedy moment actress knee jumps out she does have fun with it yeah cue card knee yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i guess we can go out of the desert and into the world with piece of me the exclusive limited tour oh wow you know there's a word that stands out there for me. <laughs> limited. The word is limited. <laughs> they um, did not lie. The advertising was on point. That's true. Uh, sponsored by My Prerogative or Prerogative or whatever it was called. Um, yeah. Important leading up to this moment is that you and I and everybody else were invited to buy tickets by joining the Britney Spears 2018 <sighs> Tour Club. My heart is breaking for all of you that fell for this i being one of them and i say that because y'all got scammed we got scammed big time this is a massive scandal what had happened was britney team britney announces a pre-sale for this exclusive run and you would be allegedly gay like you allegedly allowed entry into early tickets and then you would get merch being a tour club tee or hoodie i opted for the hoodie we didn't know what it looked like or anything like that at the time no no worries it, it would it was gonna be great come to find out it wasn't guaranteed that you'd get tickets through this so even if you did get early access as i did if they got sold out oh well as yeah most people learned they were unable to get tickets through this some people did that's great most for you didn't. most did not and they, wasn't it a hefty yeah, price. I think mine was like 70 bucks. Right. So you so essentially you pay 70 bucks to get a pre-sale code. A pre-sale code you and go a hoodie. in and there's no tickets. <laughs> no tickets. Right. You email and they're like, "Sorry, sweetie, there's fine print that says it's not guaranteed." This was, was really bad. Huge. I'm going to drag the shit out of them for this because I think first of all, concerts are so expensive now compared to what they used to be. Yeah. When we first went to see Peace of Me, I feel like the tickets were like less than 200 bucks for yeah, pit tickets. Yeah. I think so. I mean, people now are selling pit tickets for like $500. Like the prices are disgusting. Right. They make no money through music, so they make it all through touring. So touring is just absurd money. Right. To scam people like that is fucked up. Yep. And then on top of that, 
all the fees and taxes and then all that on top of the $70 entry fee. Like that's fucked up. It was super fucked up. A lot of everyone was complaining on Twitter. Some people got through and, you know, give it up for them. Aren't they amazing? But a lot of people did not. But, you know, you make do, you get your hoodie, which turns out to be literally just the words Britney Spears 2018 Tour Club. The kerning on that t-shirt drives me so insane the way that the numbers are spaced incorrectly and like the words yeah oh my god i um i made do and made it slutty somehow because you oh you're making things slutty (laughs) couldn't be me um turned it into a crop hoodie and made it a point to wear it to piece of me just to be like you fucking scammed me i'm going to make the best of this stupid fucking hoodie because (sighs) i think there is one iconic video of somebody literally burning the shirt. <laughs> I mean, if I had done it, I would have. That would have been me. That would have been a YouTube video. It was so careless. You couldn't even put her face on it. It was so embarrassing and so disrespectful. Which wouldn't be the first time that her team disrespected oh, fans. No. Um, I'm gonna say something in here in this moment. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to compliment one of the other girls, as oh. I would call them. I thought this was even more fucked up because Taylor Swift, Mm -hmm. I thought that what she did for the Reputation World Tour was very smart. That's right. And guaranteed something or other. Well, it was if you bought the album and if you bought anything in her shop. Yeah. Anything. And if you watched the video, you got points and they accrued. So you really could as a stan, Mm -hmm. like prove that you were a stan. So if you bought merch in the shop and then you watched um look what you made me do or whatever and if you streamed it all the way to the end it gave you a certain amount of points like it literally tracked your stand-up in terms of like what you watched yeah what you listened to if you clicked the link if you bought something if you bought the album if you bought it on itunes like it literally tracked you and gave you points and then you earned your spot to get tickets in line so it was like that mm-hmm. and it gave you a time slot and then you were, you could log in and you actually had tickets that were available. And I heard from people that did it, that it was very seamless and that it worked and they got good seats and they bought a ton of merch and streamed whatever that song was. Then for Britney to do this, I'm like, really? <laughs> like, uh, Honestly, that is insane. And that ultimately is why I think Reputation Tour became like the highest selling female maybe. solo tour I'm pretty sure. I just thought it was smart. It just makes yep. sense because if you want to avoid grossing U.S. tour, insane. Yeah. If insane. you want to avoid scalpers and all that shit, yeah, scamming the girls, the top hundred streamers of Glory, y'all are up first, right? It would be me. <laughs> it would be, it absolutely <laughs> would be. It was it's just, like the shut the fuck up package. It really. They is. should sell those and then do streaming points. It's true. So we instead get a um, pay to lose, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, you you were smart. You were like, I mean, this is kind of a moment where we all get a little bit like disenchanted with her whole team. And we're like, I'm not giving them more money. I just, I panicked. And I was like, maybe I should just in case. And then I really regretted it. Well, I feel sorry for you. Thank you. You often do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, we're all there. And leading up to this moment, we all have our shitty shirts and hoodies. She does an ET interview 
after the announcement. Mm-hmm. It's fine. She's making no sense as always. And the interviewer is kind of calling her out because she's like, so how do you stay so fit? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, she, it's Nancy Odell. Don't disrespect queen Nancy. Queen like Odell. That. Is... The interviewer is like, <laughs> Nancy Odell has been on TV since like I was born. Queen of E.T. Wow. 80 years. Um, <laughs> um, she's yeah. 130 and gay. She is 130. So Nancy's like, blah, blah, blah. How do you stay fit? Fitness blah, or some, you know, some sort of like, what are you eating kind of question. And she's like, oh, you know, I eat clean and just, you know, have those little burgers from McDonald's. Sometimes I'm like, I just want a hamburger. But when I'm in real work mode, I want very clean. I like just clean chicken and veggies. Like, that's it. My stomach is so sensitive. I have a steak. I'll be since like sick for three days. You're kidding me. Mm-hmm. What about the burger? What does the burger do to you? Burger's fine. Burgers, yeah, but I have the small burgers from McDonald's. <laughs> the, Those are good. The Happy Meal. The Happy Meal. We're yes. just so happy that you like McDonald's <laughs> and you can look like this. This is a fabulous thing. Yeah, she doesn't really make any sense here. Does she? No. It's fine. This is just adding fuel to the my idea that literally she says whatever comes on the top of her mind and that's what she's just... Mm-hmm. She does not actually think about these questions. Yeah. Now, I have a theory about this interview which it is really irrelevant to the conversation, but like, I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Looking back, I feel like this happened on set of the domination promo photo shoot. Really? Yes. Which I have another theory about that too. But if you look back, she looks a little, um, it's a little rough, rough of a look. Definitely. But the hair, the way the hair is framed and how dark the eyes are, it looks like the domination photo. Interesting. Okay. And so I'm kind of wondering, like, in retrospect, if that was happening at this time. Interesting theory. I'll have to. Yeah. It look kind back of. At it, her. it looks like it could have been. Some people think Carrie Underwood's hair is photoshopped onto her. That's my second theory. Yeah. I think that her face is photoshopped on a Carrie Underwood, not B side. What's a what's a it <laughs> An called out- outtake. outtake that? <laughs> it's <laughs> very <laughs> the Carrie B side. Of the photo. Yeah. Because the, the same photographer did. Randy. And, it was a Randy, right? Right. Randy St. Nicholas does. And there's a photo shoot that she now. did with Carrie that year yeah. that has the I- literally identical blonde mm-hmm. hair yeah. style. Wouldn't be the first time. No. Just, uh, yeah, if you weren't with us, Greatest Hits My Prerogative cover is like Rolling Stone shoot, like five different pieces, mm-hmm. which is still iconic. I think it's fine. Yeah. It's just some, you know, some blender photo mm. that blend, um, was it? It's, is it blender? Which blender? This one from 08, 2008. Oh, that one is hugely yeah. fake. Yeah. It's called like the best list 2008. <laughs> yeah. And it's special report. It's like all the chaos. And yeah, that one is like an embarrassing fake. Yeah. But the photo is kind of iconic. There's like a, Mickey Mouse hat yeah. filled with cigarettes and the Red Bull. Right. Like, it's kind of iconic. Right. But it is not her. No. Um, anyway. Um, so we get that promo interview. We're leading up to it. And she kicks off. And we catch it fairly early on. Several times. We do. It starts at the Borgata in Atlantic City. <laughs> <sighs> okay. So, backstory is... I am graciously invited to cover it for a publication and it's a part of a press trip with like 20 outlets, I'd say. Yeah. We're all bussed to the Borgata and put up there, which is awesome. You know, leading up to the experience, everything's cool and chill. Oh yeah. It was a fucking blast. Yeah. So fun. Totally. 
and we met uh i believe zach in back's uh, her dancer Oh my god, this is my my embarrassing moment. Mm-hmm. I don't actually I don't know if it was embarrassing or not. I don't think it was. You at home listening, tell me if this is embarrassing or not. <laughs> so you know how Britney started doing all of the choreo on Instagram and then putting it in the show? Mm-hmm. There's the one video of her doing Change Your Mind No CS Cortez with that one little like it's like a sixteen count or whatever. Yeah. So we're in the what's it, the Borgata. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Like it was like the mall area. It was like I don't know. It was just oh, but it's all like the borgata. It's all connected. Yeah, it's yeah. still all the borgata. Yeah. Um, and we ran into the dancers in like the lobby mall area, <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh my god, can you teach me that one choreo that she does? Change your mind." And he's like, "Oh, I'm not in it." Oh yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> he he's really sweet. I mean, all her dancers are awesome, um, and super supportive and protective of her. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're a, a wonderful family. So. Yeah, then when it finally comes time for showtime, and we file into the venue, which... Oh, my fucking God. Like, okay. <laughs> I felt like I was going to a dance mom's competition. The word I would use is humbling. Okay. Because it was... For me, it felt like I was at a bar mitzvah venue. Wedding bar mitzvah venue. Like, metal chairs and oh like, yeah it was metal chairs like lined up in rows and 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 carpet carpet um temporary bleachers yeah i'm like getting ready for maddie to come out and do a solo it was just it's extremely tiny it was tiny and it was tiny stage yes that's you dated dated and it, it just super humbling honestly and the crowd was um well, casino going locals of the like the most local possible. It was not what we're used to. No, no. It's that Nini gif slash video of her being like, well, <laughs> we take our own drinks to these establishments. <laughs> right. It's not what we're used to. Like I'm like peering through the crowd, like desperately trying to find gays. I'm like, where are you? Yeah. I mean, the gays are all kind of like in a straight line in our row. Right. Basically. There was like 15 Depressed gays. Yeah. It's definitely like a lot of um, wanders in from the casino, but you know, I'm sure there are, there were, there were fans for sure as well, but it was just, and there were a lot of people who were not fans. That's true too. A lot of people who were not fans. No, they were were surrounding me on all sides. They wandered in from the penny slots and they were like, I guess I'll watch this. They were behind me. There was two of them right in front of me. (laughs) There was six. I'm literally getting nightmare flashbacks. Uh, Yeah. Of all of the things that I was overhearing throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because the sound wasn't that great. Nope. And so I heard every comment <laughs> that was made around me. Yeah, it was super muted. So you could hear the audience. Oh, yeah, you could. And it was the weirdest, by far, weirdest situation I've ever seen Britney in. Because I went to the GMA 08 where like there were only a very small amount of people around the ring. But it was still so iconic and high energy. Mm-hmm. This was like something else. Yeah. And you could tell she knew. Yeah. Because she shaded the venue. She and did. all of us within the first like minute. That's right. And said, I believe it was something along the lines of, wow, this place really reminds <laughs> me of Louisiana. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what? There's like a few things that that could mean. Right. And I'm like, are you telling us that it reminds you of like a retirement home? <laughs> Or that it's boring. Yeah. I like I didn't necessarily think Could it was be a like compliment. Home. I don't know what it was. 
Yeah, only she will know. That's true. Um, so there was that, and then also during "If You Seek Amy," mm-hmm. everyone started doing the "la la la,", la. but like the, again, the, the sound was not that great. Right. So there was maybe like twelve of us mm-hmm. that were chanting it, and then the dancers were aggressively trying to get the crowd to like start chanting it, and it wasn't happening. Nope. And like everyone, there was these people behind me. They were like, "What song is this?" And I was like, oh my God, are yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. And I heard that at least 5,000 times. They did not buy the Shut the Fuck Up package no, at all. No, every single song. I don't know this one. Do you know this one? Yeah. Wait, what one is this? Like, Breathe On Me. This one bitch was so drunk and so loud, had no idea what it was. Yeah. She was like screaming. She's like, oh my God, I don't know any of these songs. Like, what one is this? I wanted to... Oh my god, I wanted to fucking rip wigs out, I swear to god. It literally was, like, baby and toxic were the only times that the crowd seemingly came alive. It really was very noticeable. And I felt so bad, because, like, obviously I was so grateful to, like, be invited to this thing. Same. But it was, like, the crowd around me was so awful, Mm -hmm. and it really, like, I was so depressed after that. Yeah, that was super depressing. Because I was like, is this what the experience is going to be now, from now on out, is, like, people that just show up, and they just are, like, drunk and talking about how they don't know any of the music (laughs) and honestly to be fair i feel like maybe that is the case in vegas in the the wandering seats of people who just like in the back yeah like chair chairs i mean that is kind of what a vegas show is you can just wander in and not be a huge fan and there's or the tickets for the shows come with your stay yeah that's what i felt like a lot of it was yeah like it was these couples that were coming in it was a weird ass experience because we were the people on the press tour, a lot of us were like diehards. It was Matt mm-hmm. from BuzzFeed and us and a couple other people who were like clearly diehards. Oh, yeah. Like big stands. Yeah. And we were all kind of looking at each other the whole time being like, oh, my God, we're not among our, our crew. We're no. not among our, our family of stands. So it was a weird experience. At this point, though, I will say following what I said last year where I was like, it's over. Yeah. After that night, I went back to the hotel room and I was like, it's over. Oh. Like I had a very you, sombering. You kept saying it's over. Yeah. I had a very sombering moment where I was like, holy shit. Like this is, because I thought the summer tour was again, like a last call. Yeah. And I was like, holy fucking shit. Like even the fans aren't coming out anymore. Mm-hmm. It was so awful how I felt then. That was a very bleak experience. It was so bleak. Very bleak, darling. Bleak, darling. I can smell it. It smells like cigarettes and... I mean, that's casinos. Hairspray and depression. Yeah. Well, my future. Um, so That's probably why I got so fat again last year. <laughs> Honestly, that's like when it started. Yeah, I... This is therapy. It is. It was so dark. It was. After we were all really, really humbled when we came back to the hotel room. I remember that. We were all just quiet. But I will say... I shook my fucking tits at that nightclub after though. Oh, oh, yes. that was that was a blast. That was really fun. There's a really good video that I have of me. Like I f- yeah. saw where the fog machines were shooting out of the wall, and I was like, "Let me get oh, up here." Oh my fucking god, that is a good video. I was living, and they really did go all out for Britney. All of the dancers were they did. dressed as different eras. I felt a little return to form there. Yes, I'm like, okay, there's gays again. Yeah, there's people that know the words. Oh yeah, the gays went wild. Didn't scream and shout play at one point. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. Ugh. You know, have our... The things that we go through. Ugh, the trials and tribulations of being We've fans. really been through the ringer. We have. 
you know, as she would say, and for the record, you have your good shows and your not so good shows. And that was, oh, that was not one of them. But now that we're talking about Bleak and other things, do you remember coming back and we stopped at the restroom, not the restroom, the rest stop, Mm -hmm. know who I peed next to in the bathroom? Who did you pee next to? Guess who was in the urinal next to me? And for a split second, I thought about saying something (laughs) and I didn't. I peed... It, at a urinal next to Larry Rudolph mm-hmm. and then washed my hands. He washes his hands. If that, if anyone cares to know he does. So do I, um, we were at the sink and he was to the right of me and I was to the left. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, do I say it? Do I say it? Do I say it? And I didn't. Do you remember we saw him also coming out of the hotel as we were in the bus shuttle back Yeah, and everyone in the bus booed him? Yeah. Oh my God. That's right. We did. It's what she deserved. It, I'm sorry. It, for putting her through in that whatever experience. I can't imagine how she felt after that. Because the thing is, like, we were pretty close, and I feel like you could really see people's faces. Mm-hmm. And, like, the dancers were, like, you could see it on their faces on stage. Like, we're, there was no energy. Yeah, we're used to something a little different. I don't know. And then he went to Annie Ann's. So, like, the taste jumped out. <laughs> So I'll give him that, the flavor. The flavor. (laughs) You know, she does have some taste. Right. We love an Annie Ann's, not sponsored. You know what? I have no doubt. It always comes down to money. I have no doubt these casino things are big bucks. I'm I'm sure. I'm sure. You you know, she did the same venue that Countess Luann did. So I'm just saying. Yeah. God. Anyway. Equally vocally talented. That's true. (laughs) Two vocal titans. Um, the night we didn't go, cause there were two nights at the Borgata. Don't want to forget this moment. We oh, get yeah. the birth of who is it? Mm-hmm. That is the one iconic thing to come out of. Yeah. And we weren't Jersey, there for that show. Other than me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Brittany fan, Zachary. Um, one of three gays that was probably in attendance that night. <laughs> um, during, well, right before Gimme More, mm-hmm. there is that moment of silence and before she says it's Britney, bitch, he screams, who is it? Who is it? <laughs> and she gets a little chuckle out of it. She does. It's loud enough to be heard. And she will never hear the end of it from then on out. <laughs> yeah, that was her undoing. So from that point on, she gets a call out that becomes larger and larger with each venue. Mm-hmm. Like more and more people have seen this viral video because the locals jump onto this and it becomes tweeted on like barstool sports and all these bullshit places and all these meme accounts tweet it. So it becomes like a local thing. Yeah. And so it gets to the point that you have these European massive outdoor fests, O2 arena, O2 arena, all screaming. Who is it? I will say this was the one thing that I thought was really cool to happen this year because yeah. social media has become such garbage. Right. And so for something like this to spread and then actually see it manifest in a venue filled with like real humans. Yes. That sounds weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying though? Like Stands I and- feel like, even with concepting this podcast, we were like, we want something that we can connect with people again because so many people have like retreated off Twitter, mm-hmm. retreated away from social media because it's just become such a dumpster fire. Right. So it was cool to see something that permeated yeah. actually 
happen and like become a thing totally in real life I agree. if that makes sense yeah it was a really cute moment i mean she's gonna have to just live with that forever now that's yeah. just a thing she's gonna scrap give me more <laughs> definitely the next show well <laughs> to the point where why I don't believe... they know who i am larry <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's backstage like screaming i've been doing this for 20 years larry <laughs> Jaden, do you know who i am Jaden. Jaden what's mommy's name <laughs> So we get who is it? Me. She also, I mean, in the snippets that we've seen from Domination, what would have happened is that they actually added this like section for them to have us a who is it call out mm-hmm. our impact. Literally. Um. So how cool for that one fan though, too. Yeah. Seriously, he oh, um, iconic. He did that. Really did. Uh. So we get that ray of light from the Borgata. Oh. But then we get um. We get to the big, the big leagues now because now we're oh, moving. The actual apple, the actual. She's finally oh, apple. here. Here she is to <laughs> debut apple pie. The big apple pie, <laughs> the undisputed princess of pop. <laughs> <laughs> we get the Radio City before we get the shows. We get the Pepsi moment. That's right. She does a new Pepsi promo photo. Yeah. Now. One may say it's her face imposed on something. I don't know. Who knows? Who could be sure? We will never know, but... It's nice to keep the Pepsi legacy going strong. mm -hmm. Not many people uh, can relate to the word legacy. Uh, Not many people have a Pepsi icons campaign where it specifically highlighted her, Michael Jackson... Think uh, Stevie Wonder and maybe one more... Madonna may... No, no, Madonna's not... That that nope that felt her nope she's not that kind of girl <laughs> she she had a, like a prayer though. scandal um, it's very telling they like highlighted the most iconic campaigns they've ever had mm-hmm. well which are difficult to do not everyone not everyone can, do can that. sell that <laughs> so nope. so we get the new photo we also get the old photo and you I believe still have the car- cardboard oh God, cutout I do. she's in my closet yeah don't drag me she... she's folded up in the closet but I don't want to get I you know. <laughs> girl in the closet. when people came over i was like are people gonna be like why is there an eight foot there was Britney for a Spears while cardboard cutout yeah so i don't think it needs explaining she's being stored so she's protected overprotected she's she literally is overprotected um she pops up in uh, local gas stations near you and didn't she get stolen she did do you remember that story they were yeah. like they put out a reward they were like can you please return <laughs> our cardboard cutout they were so upset i would be and too. i feel for them yeah Le- yeah. literally leave cardboard Britney alone literally and she uh she pops up on the cans too they get special limited edition cans mm-hmm. her cans are everywhere it's great so we get that and then we get our radio city moment redeeming would be the word for oh, this experience my god, thank god it really was um i will say we haven't even talked about the structure of the show yet no we can talk about it here because i feel mm-hmm. like this is where I actually—I honestly could not enjoy the Atlantic City show at all. No, it was so distracting. It was like, super hearing distracting. everyone talk. It ruined. Yeah, but Radio City, I felt so immersed in it. Yeah, to our um, advantage, credit what will have you. Kyle and I were very lucky to be mm-hmm. literally in the front of this experience for uh, Radio City. So, and I have never been that close to her. Yeah, it was... I mean, you have because you've met her, right? But this was like. When you're in the front section at Radio City, there's no, usually there's like a eight foot barrier between like a, a wall yeah, and the stage. Yeah, she was just there. 
the people in the front, you literally, your elbows are resting on the stage. Yeah. We were so close. It was really it was surreal. Insane. Yeah. Oh my so gosh. that was super redeeming for us. And I think just in general, her show was a lot more high energy, a lot more exciting. I mean, for crowd it, was so what, much four or higher. five levels of people. Uh-huh. And it was fans. Like the yeah. whole, it was so loud. This was the show that everyone came to, mm-hmm. I feel like. And, um, yeah, and we mercifully get the stairs, which not everybody got. The side stairs on both sides of the stage. They imported those from Vegas, but they did not bring them to like Borgata or anything because it was too small. Yeah. But that's about the only props they kept. Um, yeah, so this piece of me, 2018 bare bones version, is like purely um, bikinis, purely just the bare minimum of the show. Not even affording the do you want to come over poll? No. Um, it's really minimal. It's just Zumba knee. And it doesn't work for her. No. I think if you've never seen her before, it's very exciting because you're in the presence of a legend. A legend. I think for us who have seen it 5 million times, it's like, it's like seeing some, some I don't know. It's like seeing something we know what it's you like look like. It's like being at rehearsals for yeah. what we saw before. We know That's what this looks like all dressed up. Yeah. And this is you just... Know what killed me was um, the... <laughs> and at this point, because I had such a depressing experience in Atlantic City, I went into this one being like, at this point, I don't care. I'm going to laugh right. At, right. at all of it. Like, right, right. It doesn't even matter. When she would go back to change songs and the person would be there with a flashlight uh-huh. and would, like, light up and you could see like her walking back. Yeah. And you could everyone from everywhere could see her yeah. back there with like the people with the flashlight. And because she's not used to monitors because of piece of me there is no TV screens. She is absolutely fascinated by the Radio City TVs on either side. Oh yeah, she watched herself the entire the show. The entire show she is looking at herself. Entire show it was so funny she could not stop looking at the screens because she probably has not seen how this show actually looks at all except for her like horrible eagle eye videos on instagram but she is constantly checking herself and we should discuss the fucking pony oh my fucking god pony became legacy in 2018 she does work bitch she throws her fucking head down she comes up and she puts it in a shitty pony I don't get it. I really don't get it. It almost felt like, because here's the whole thing. She futzes with it the entire show. Yeah. It becomes a problem, falls out. She fixes multiple times. Now, why don't you just have someone put your hair in a pony from the get-go and snatch it back and actually secure it? So that way the whole show, it's not in your face and bothering you. I have no idea. I almost sometimes feels like a nervous tick or a thing that she can rely on to do less choreo sometimes because I feel like she literally would just stop and futz with it instead of really committing sometimes. And it's, I do think it's a little bit of rebellion knee. I don't know if she's like refusing that idea on purpose or what, but it seems very intentional that she literally kicked off every show with a good look and then quickly made it shitty every show. Right. And everyone's just, and what everyone talked about it. Like friends of mine who never went to Vegas that yeah. went to these shows were like, why, she why was she playing with her hair the whole time? And I'm like, oh, trust me, <laughs> sweetie, we've seen this. Like, we knew this it. Is, this is the 2018 we experience. It. <laughs> yeah, this is just, we saw it was coming. Yeah, she does, does this the whole year. And um, 
I'm just like in my Instagram stories of these nights, I'm just screaming pony at her when she does it. Cause I'm like, no. Yeah. Whatever. At least we had the experience though, when we went both times in Vegas, yeah. we got wigs all yeah. the wigs. And then the second time she kept the hair down the entire show. Ugh, blessings. So sorry to everyone else. Yeah. But... Sorry. <laughs> this is like specifically an 18 problem. It's so weird. Cause she's left it down for 25 years. <laughs> now to she... me, this summer tour was, she needed a workout mm-hmm. and this was her workout. Literally. That's why it's Zumba, which it's... is why I found myself laughing the whole time. Cause yeah. I'm like, she's, She's fully she's, just using this as a gym routine. Right. Like when I go on my like walk for the day, yeah. this is her. That's that's what that is she's for like, her. I guess I'll work out tonight. Yeah. She's like, I have, I have cardio tonight at nine. I'm going to be doing cardio <laughs> for 90 minutes. And then she goes on stage, gets off and she's like, oh, I'm good. Yeah, definitely. That's what it she's was. Like, Tomorrow's weights. <laughs> but like actually though. Actually. No, it's I, I say Zumba jokingly, but like literally it is Zumba because mm-hmm. she is doing her gym choreo. Anyway, during our show, somebody gets pulled on stage as oh the freak, the freak show, show bitch. bitch, and it's none other than your boss. Uh huh. Andy Cohen is pulled on stage, does the whole routine, and at the end of it, we can insert audio. Mm-hmm. Give it up for him. Give it up for him. Isn't he loud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, we get an interesting moment that makes headlines. Oh, yeah. It does make all the headlines. You're welcome. As it, Yeah, as perfectly captured by you in a full video. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I will say this because... So I didn't tell him anything before mm-hmm. it because I'm like, I didn't want him to like... We know how it is with her. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. I didn't say a peep. But in the back of my mind, I'm like hoping that she did something crazy. And yeah. she sure did. So she, she sure. called him loud. <laughs> and he told me that he didn't hear her say that. Yeah. He only saw it in the video after. Yeah. And he, I feel like he was kind of like, uh, was I like, how was I loud? Like I wasn't whatever. And I'm like, uh, no, like I heard you from where <laughs> I was sitting. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that she probably heard you standing next to you. Yeah. And I didn't, when I was on stage, I didn't hear what she said. I did not hear that she said, give it up for him, whatever. So I was... she called you loud. And then she said, he's loud. Okay, so then what do you make of that? Because then she walked away after I left and she said, oh my God, he's so loud. Now, I had not said a word. So that was odd to me that she said, oh my God, he's so loud because I didn't say anything. So her saying that made me think, well, maybe she did know who I was because I am known to be loud. Why do you think she said he's so loud? Well, I thought I heard you from where I was sitting. Oh, Screaming, really? Brittany, like, I love you or something. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I did. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh, he was really loud. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. It's like T. Kyle that's... really on... Uh... <laughs> no, I think... That I, is I think you're right. I mean, I don't from I, I don't know if you didn't say a word. I think you did scream things. I mm-hmm. was like, I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. But it's like 
that's what you want from her. You want her to say something off script. Like you that's do. such a blessing. It's it like is. being knighted. It absolutely is. Yeah. She, you know, and she does the, what's your name? Yeah. Oh no, she doesn't say it. No, she says, she said, I think you guys know, you who, guys this know is. who this is. <laughs> Give it up for him. <laughs> you guys know. I don't. <laughs> but like, actually, <laughs> actually, she does not know who Andy is. She still doesn't know who Andy no. is. She'll never know. I think he's not over it. Uh, understandably that's a huge blow to the ego yeah because um, when i did his show yeah he was like so he was like do you really think that she didn't know who i was i'm like yeah uh, no she didn't she did not and know. he was like what is your analysis of that i had interviewed her at that album release party yeah about five years ago britney jean yes at the britney jean yeah. album release party what what is your analysis of what happened that night on stage at radio city i Really don't think she knew who you were. Okay, you don't. <laughs> no. You do not. She doesn't know who like anyone is. She doesn't. It's very Mariah-esque. She literally just does not know you. Right. It's not something you take offense over. Nope. She lives in the moment, baby. She, she just, really does. <laughs> she just does not, you know, she's got very limited faces that she mm-hmm. knows. Um, but like, what a cool venue to be the freak show bitch in. Oh, awesome. He said he felt like Madonna. Yeah. Well, she pointed it out at the beginning of our show. Oh, that's true. She said... Um, she was like 10 years ago or whatever. Like I uh, kissed a girl here. Her name's yeah. Madonna. Like that is in, I mean, we throw around the word like iconic and legendary a lot, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty iconic venue. Literally. And there's a lot of things that have gone down there yeah. that are like pop culturally iconic. Definitely. And yeah, it's, it's very surreal to see her At there. At least for New York too. It's totally. Like such a... All the moments that she's had there, it's just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, I can't believe she's on the same stage again. So it is amazing and iconic. And uh, we we give it up for him, whoever he is. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whatever. I think it's great. It's nice that he um, gets to be Freak Show at Radio City. And uh, yeah, that, that kind of wraps up the experience of Radio City before we go abroad to overseas places. I just love that I got to see, because she added in Change Your Minds. Oh, yeah. And Clumsy. And Clumsy. And that was like all I wanted yeah. from it. And Make Me, because I don't think we had seen Make oh, Me until right. that. Yeah. And Slumber. Because we hadn't seen the Make Me Slumber mm-hmm. edition. Yeah. So we got to see all of that, which was good. Got her Glory promo in. And then she hops a jet to multiple places in Europe. And we're not going to go into all of them. But there was a moment that made national headlines in the same vein as Andy Cohen, because she is at Brighton Pride gay ally queer warrior and while she's performing before her mic goes live <laughs> actually it does it goes live already too soon she says willie willie where are we <laughs> <laughs> i do want to point out because somebody mentioned she says this repeatedly in asia she said it yep singapore i think japan i don't know if she thinks this is funny or a bit or if she i mean obviously she probably doesn't know she keeps asking Willie, and it's always the same. Willie, Willie, where are we? I feel like she probably is doing it to be funny. I know. Because they, the two of them have a, an interesting relationship. I yeah. feel like they've worked together for so long. And mm-hmm. he's been in those videos on her Instagram, yeah. dancing with her. I feel like there's a humor to it. it it's got to be, but it obviously did not go over super well in Brighton Pride because... It- <laughs> It makes headlines that like Britney does not know where she is in England, whatever. Like if you're a Britney fan, you already knew that she like a diehard fan that was watching every show. You know that she was asking that at a lot of shows. Yeah. I'm going to 
guess it's a bit that just like didn't land with the crowd. I agree with that. It actually upset some people. Like some people did DM me when that happened that they were at the show and they were devastated that she didn't know where she was. And I'm like, really? Yeah. I'm like, like that she couldn't show that respect to know where she is. And I'm like, well, see to me, I would rather her do that than be like, wow, this place really reminds me of Louisiana. (laughs) Like she did in Atlantic city. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's fine. Yeah, like, who cares? Who cares? I feel like at this point, like I said before, anytime she goes off script, the, a, the script that we've had for 9,048 yeah. years, anytime she goes off script, it's a blessing. It is. You should learn to appreciate it. You should. All of you gays in Brighton. <laughs> you <No>. Brighton gays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure many did love it, though. Um, and then we mercifully wrap up the piece of me for real for real months later at the circuit the circuit of america something or other nascar bullshit was that the one that was in the daylight yes oh Oh. you know what that's like seeing a drag queen at noon it literally is she went to drag brunch and i the and i don't mean that to be like rude i well kind of no it's Um, it's meant to be a night spectacle right like concerts don't look good in daylight no like that one super bowl was it um cold was it cold play that did that one with Beyonce, Beyonce. That, that halftime thing yeah that looked awful yeah I didn't I, and it, it just, wasn't because they're because off of them it was because of the it's just at daytime it's less iconic one uh, lights don't work yeah that too like the spectacle of it <laughs> yeah, right is so destroyed like that's why you know when Gaga had her like hover things and like and Madonna had like the giant like pe- world peace thing and all of that it's like none of that would have looked iconic no. in daylight so. She just, you know, fizzles the piece of me show with like a daytime lunch brunch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but the cute thing is that Jamie Lynn is there mm-hmm. with little that Bobby. That was really cute. And oh, her message really is so sweet. She's it's like, really sweet. Um, before before all of these people were her fan, I was her fan first or uh-huh. something. It's really cute. So that's nice. We wrap it up for real this time. Piece yep. of me canceled over. And... Uh, you know that's when we started recording this that is when we start recording uh-huh. this holy shit we were like it's she's over like let's get ready for the <laughs> now that she's over let's let's get ready for the 20 years which she yeah. started getting ready for her team started get, getting ready for as well she did unbeknownst to us um well rumblings but so we could skip the kevin thing probably. oh yeah there was a little blip that happened yeah um in the see you in courts, um, Kevin gets yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> Kevin gets more money. Kevin gets more money. He asks for more money because he's no longer able to make money, and he like embarrassingly says he doesn't pull the same m- amount as a celebrity anymore. And Brittany does get a job. Get bitch. A sh- suck like, a dick. Like <laughs> you want a hot body, you better work, bitch. It's uh, yeah. I don't get it. I don't either. But they do allow for it, so. If the Bobies get to live a more lavish lifestyle, then fine. You know, at, at his house or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever. It doesn't look good to us. More, more Fortnite skins for Jaden. More Fortnite skins. <laughs> it's true. So congratulations, Kevin, <laughs> on that. And then October, two big things happen. Um, number Surprise, one. bitch. Surprise, bitch. This is our new Britney Spears podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Our, our secret project yeah, launched. It does on October 23rd. 
Mm-hmm. Good morning, America. For the first America. time ever. <laughs> Which a lot of people didn't get. No. But a lot of people did, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. The single, Baby One More Time, 20 years old. 20 years old. And we get an interview about the experience. I believe it's in The Guardian. Mm-hmm. I believe Michael Craig. And she gives us bare minimum of reactions. She's just like, wow, that was quick. Yeah. It was really a blur. And she has no real memory of it for more or less, or that she's willing to share, I should say. Right. Um, she's basically just like, it's really cool and sweet that it's happened this long. And it's a blur reference. So great. Uh- <laughs> yeah. It was a weird, I don't know. I feel like this is where they switched her into like over nostalgia yeah hardcore they're like change the twitter banner britney vine the baby vinyl like all of that and it's just like nostalgia overload urban outfitters forever 21 shirts i did buy the cassette yeah it's cute and i did buy the necklace oh i i got the baby hat i i liked a lot of it Mm -hmm. it was good merch you know it's humbling i think anyone if you grew up with madonna if you grew up with britney it's gonna come a time it will certainly happen with stephanie she's already doing that with the fame actually she's not gonna make it to 20 years <laughs> i'm sorry i keep fucking saying it she's not um she's a nostalgia right. act already say, hillary when hillary notches her 20th it's which, not gonna happen either okay i love hillary like i'm just being real. oh i know i know i don't actually think hillary's gonna I honestly, have an iconic 20th i don't know who else will no i reach mean, that taylor will yeah taylor, taylor will do something mm-hmm. um but so Beyonce will be slaying the game until oh, she's like 104. Beyonce definitely. And they yeah. haven't even thought about um, nostalgia with Beyonce, which no. is why that's what I'm pointing at. I'm like, look at her advancing her artistry. Always. Not every Instagram post that she does advances it. It's like a new fashion look. It changes. Like everyone wants to yeah, she's, copy the trends. Like every she's post not worried photo. about like the anniversary of dangerously in love. Like barely, barely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, nostalgia overload. Um, We get like that interview and we get an announcement of an announcement on Ellen, which is among one of the worst things she's done on Ellen. And she has done some disappointing announcements, but this is by far the most disappointing. She announces that she's announcing something. Britney Spears, what are you doing? I mean, it's it's wonderful that you're here, but what are you doing here? I actually have a huge announcement to make. You do? Yes, I do. Oh, wow. Yes, well, I do. Normally we plan these things ahead of time, but <laughs> I'm going to make an exception. What is your announcement? My announcement is actually that I have an announcement. All right. Yes, okay, so there's announcement to make an announcement, and what is the announcement of the announcement? I can't announce the announcement <laughs> until October 18th. Oh, you're a bit early. Yeah. That uh, seems weird to, to yeah. say that you're going to announce something on October 18th. You know what I'll do? Uh, I have an announcement about your announcement. What I'll do is uh, <laughs> when you make your announcement on October 18th, I will let you do it on my YouTube channel. Oh, wow. Thank yeah. you. Well, yeah, it would be good, right? Yeah. The time wasted for everyone. Just, and I'm going to say this, if you look at every other girl who's in Vegas right now, Gaga literally, whatever you think about her, did a fucking Instagram post to announce Enigma, and it's doing just fine. She did not need to project things against a hotel. She didn't need to do the spectacle. Because you don't need to do that, number one, necessarily. Christina was was an Instagram post, too. 
Yeah. She granted she did do some daytime teasers. But and then she did interviews. But I I both appreciate the that they tried to do something, but also I'm just like learn from this, learn from past mistakes. The domination announcement comes around and it's a live stream with Ellen. Mm-hmm. It's already a problem because Kalen Allen, is that his name? The host of this live stream is already too much. He's, I'm sorry if you like him. I just, it's, it's too much. It's it just, was, yeah. He's getting hype. It is eerily familiar to the 2013 disaster in the desert. It's exactly like that. There's dead air for so much of this experience and he has to fill it by getting hype and talking about what an amazing dancer she is with all of these girls dressed up behind him. And he's like, bops, she's got bops. Doesn't mm-hmm. she ladies? Like, doesn't she have bops? And he's like, increasingly- name, name one song off of glory. <laughs> That's what I would have said. Exactly. Can you name one? <laughs> don't expose those girls on TV. They'll be like fighter. I don't uh- right. like, they should have gotten someone if they're like, okay, we have, it was like 30 minutes of dead space. So they needed to fill. I'd been like, okay, everyone, track by track review of Glory. Let's get started. <laughs> um, I feel for him in this case because he was left with nothing, just as the stranded woman in the desert was. Oh, it's true. He's <laughs> just wandering around. <laughs> One more thing. Oh my God, all of those fans, all, like literally everyone's been stranded. Constantly. And so what we get for Domination is what I would describe as an eerie zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the lights are black and red and everyone's just like ambling down this empty road and people are just looking around confused on yeah. camera, looking at their phone. It's a Britney version of Fright Fest at it's Six Flags. horrifying. And the, the parades like... at 10 p.m. ladies. <laughs> <laughs> You've got dancers on Domination trucks. You've got a stage that is barren. And people all lined up there kind of clapping. Yeah. (laughs) No one has any idea what's happening. We're waiting forever for these fucking trucks who are going five miles an hour. And the cameras are going like this way and this way and like swaying and then like off. And then it was. We cut to poor sweet dear Mario Lopez, who is, you know, one of her stable go to guys that she can trust and believe in. He does a serviceable announcement, calls her the Queen of Vegas, which <clears throat> Celine says hi. Celine says hi. And especially at this point in her career, it's like, let's let's calm down a little bit. Yeah. And then we get a projection, which projection is cool in theory and, and looked cool. No. <laughs> it was so it was eventually posted on Instagram in full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really great. Right. So I don't say that to be like, whatever. Right. It's really great. And the mix is good and the graphics are good. Yeah. But the way that they projected it and they filmed the projection, they kept cutting away from it. Right. Okay. So you couldn't see it. Oh yeah. They Everyone pulling away. Because also they didn't write the word domination on any of the promo pics. It, mm-hmm. The domination reveal was on that hotel. Right. And when it came out, everyone was just like, I can't read it. Slim Nation? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is it a fitness thing? Um, Yeah, everyone couldn't read what it was. It obviously comes out online immediately, but props to them for trying. Then she rises from the stage in a star dress and completely is not in pop star mode. No. She 
wandered there by accident. Larry lied to her, said they were going to dinner. She gets on a platform and she's like, wait, what? And she arises from the smoke and is nervous, like waving. She walks up. Walks, she pops up, pops walks up, down, <clears throat> walks down and walks right out. We get one of the weirdest exchanges. Kaylin comes down with a mic, introduces himself to her. She does like three signatures tops. And then Idan, I think the security guard, I'm pretty sure. And like Larry and everyone is like pushing her along. That was one of the other things that really pissed me off. Oh, there's a moment that comes halfway through. Yeah. Where she's going to sign something and they shove her they away. They shove her away. And everyone saw it. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like yeah. she actually almost had human interaction. She and, was trying to like. And that all comes down to the whole, you know, elephant in the room thing of like her being controlled and stuff is like, that was a bad moment. Oh, that everyone was saw awful. It. And they like aggressively shoved her. To yeah. Move. They were like, keep going. No time. No time. Like to get into a which, fucking like, car. Right. Like where were you going? Yeah. You weren't, you had nothing else was happening. <laughs> and then recently somebody tagged me into this Britney insider Instagram. The T was that there were microphone issues and that's why she didn't speak. No, I'm like, that's not true. She, there was nothing planned. You could tell there's nothing planned. Number one, number two, you don't think they blew all that money and didn't prepare for a possible mic or outage. Second of all, third of all, whatever. Kaylin had a Kaylin mic. Had a mic. You yeah. think they're not going to hand it to her? Like I'm so the Britney excuses that this community sometimes comes up with of this, like, Oh, she was about to perform. She was about to speak, but then there was a mic outage. Like, do you guys know how video production works? Like you don't think they account for these possible things to happen? Like, are you kidding me? No. Oh, there's always backup mics. So stupid. So um, then she gets in the car and go OOs all the way out of Vegas. Um, This is a disaster. It's an it's a disaster. Yes. It looks so bad. It looks like she doesn't give a fuck about her fans. It looks like she doesn't give a fuck about the show. It looks like they blew money on nothingness. And everyone is so confused and mortified. And this made headlines across everywhere <laughs> yeah like it pissed off the britney fans i feel like yeah but this made like standard digital press like this was a disaster like i remember sites that normally always kiss her ass and are like always, always praising her instagram and yeah giving her positive headlines because that's pretty much what everything up to now was yeah at least in recent years yeah. it was always like oh her instagram's so fun and like mm-hmm. blah 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 and then this was like disaster was yeah. everywhere. It wasn't just us. No. That's why when people come for us and like they're like, oh, you're too hard on it. I'm like, um, excuse me. Like even basic Debbie ass and Susie who are listening to Toxic over there right. said that this was a disaster too. I mean, I'm just so tired of the excuses at a certain point. Like if she is too anxious and has anxiety to speak, then don't put her in that position. Nope. It's like, fine, I'm I'm willing to buy that as time has gone out gone on she clearly is very anxious and socially awkward then don't fucking put her in this position to begin with if gaga can do a fucking instagram post then let her just do that i'm tired of the excuse of like oh she she really you know they tried really hard no like don't even put her in that position to begin with you can work around this you can do a whole mystery spectacle without her actually being there if it's really going to be a silent walkthrough like that was such a bad bad move and when it eventually got canceled, part of the thing that contributed to us being like, that's not surprising is this announcement. Cause we were like, mm-hmm. well, look how into it she is. She doesn't even want to speak at her own announcement. Right. I'm of the same mind that if she is too nervous to speak, then, then that's who she is today. Fine. But then don't have her show up at an announcement. That's no. 
it's called an announcement. Like the concept of an announcement is you announce something. Yeah. And I also felt like this turned people off. Oh, I, we did not buy tickets because of this. No, a lot of people did not buy tickets because of this. I mean, sorry, if you play into the narrative of Britney is controlled, Britney is, you know, overprotected by conservatorship. Well, this could not have looked worse for that theory. Mm -hmm. This is like she was forced to do this stupid walkthrough to a show that she doesn't care about, doesn't even know it exists. She never even said the word domination in the past two months ever. I don't think. No. I, if and when it comes back, they better do things so much differently to make us believe that she actually wants to do this. I don't think it's coming back. It very well may not, but you know, they're putting things in the press right now that her father as well. So I think they're trying to suggest we'll see. I also just felt like the title was an awful title. I mean, this goes back to femme fatale. It's honestly cruel to give somebody a conservator under conservatorship names like femme fatale domination that she's in control we're already dealing with a very awkward situation. What part of pop culture is she dominating in 2018, 19? Right. Like we all saw how they just let glory go. Yeah. What are you dominating? Dominating what exactly sweetie? And also if you're going to call it domination, how are you not going to come out in a dominatrix outfit or something similarly fierce? Because that name implies that you have to serve. Like you really, that's a drag. That's That's a high bar. That's a drag queen kind of concept. Like, or a Rebecca Moore cock destroyers concept. Like, why are you not, you come out with like this TJ Maxx star dress. I'm just, yeah, not having it. The and concept for domination is submission. Was not that <laughs> literally the submission residency. Yeah. That's, I mean, that was the joke of it too. Some people called it submission because that's how it felt. Yeah. Um, not, not, a, not a big fan all around. No, at all. However, we do get the rehearsal footage. We do. Which does eventually lead to us buying tickets because we get signs of Scream and Shout, the remix. Something More Urban remix, in which she clearly is choreographing because she's doing the peeper eyes. Mm-hmm. She you loves- can tell she's choreographed all of these. We get Break the Ice. The choreography for this one turns into a meme in a not not favorable way no it makes that was fun a really of her. funny one it's really funny it's like when i go to delete my apps yeah and she is doing this horrible shake with all of her dancers yeah it's not fierce and i someone tweeted at us and said can you show me the hand flick because we we oh. talked about the hand flick yeah. happening yeah and if you look at these rehearsals She's flicking. It's in all of these, like in every single one you see it, but mm. in the break, the ice one, mm-hmm. it's like, she's like coming in. She like does this, but you see a lot of it happen. So if you're looking for a flick me frame of reference, just <laughs> look at these. Um, we get a kind of cool slave. I did like the new mix. It was almost yeah. like, um, I don't know if it was like a, um, drum line or something, but there was something kind like, of. yeah. Come over, which seemed to suggest that we were once again getting a fucking pole or something because they're holding the fabric, blowing my mind that they're still recycling this. And the one that I think probably sealed the deal for us was Copier Electrique. Right. In which she is wearing a mask, Valentina, which, well, she's actually wearing a, um, like a health surgical mask thing like K-pop idols do. I am assuming she was maybe going to wear a mask in that section. I don't know. To mask the fact that she cannot sing in French? Maybe. Uh, oh, that's an interesting yeah. concept. Mm. 
but that kind of sealed the deal for us to be like, all right, we'll go for Kupir at the very least. Because until then, it was like rock and roll, gimme. Like there were all these signs that this was literally a piece Being of Being recycled, yeah. There were the three triangle pedestals that were seen in the, back. in the background. The I Love Rock and Roll choreography was recycled. There was a lot that was unconvincing unconvin- to anyone who's seen Piece of Me that this is a new show. I'm sure it is a new show and I know that like the alleged or real set list leaked and like they went obviously nappy tabs had their fucking meltdown when it was canceled and they said like born to make you happy. Uh, was it born or it was my no, prerogative my and, prerogative and overprotected were in it. I think born was in the alleged real set list. Like it's not like you look at the rehearsal footage of femme fatale tour that she put up in circus and you're like, Oh, that's the same show. I w- no, like it, looked completely different it was different songs it was you know well and also too in i think sir i think both of those actually you could see that it was a different stage yeah you always saw different props because didn't you, they, saw, you saw the markers on the floor yeah so you could kind of see that like with circus you knew it was happening in a three-ring circus yeah the concept for the video circus is basically about you know a circus there was more evidence that this was like exciting versus this which um it was so soon after the end of Peace of Me yeah, which summer also, tour yeah, that it just didn't... Didn't spark joy. No, that's true. Um, and then all of us, I'll definitely not speak for all of us, I think you and I are on the same wavelength where we were not asking for another show. No, we it was expensive. Those summer tour tickets were expensive. People spent a lot of money to go see her yeah. at Radio City. Mm-hmm. And people spent a lot of money to get those pre-sale tickets. So, like, what makes you think that people are then going to fly across the country six months later? They really they really try and milk us for all we're worth. Yeah. Went further into debt from her. Uh, so, the whole thing was just like, all right, okay. I mean, I know there are diehards who are very excited about it. That's great. But I don't think a lot of people were. No. And I still stand by everything I said in the cancellation episode, too. Oh, me too. I mean, a variety of factors have played into it, personal and possibly also professional. You know, even if ticket sales were not the reason by any means, then I still think that that there's more to the story. Yeah. that I'll just say that. So we do get that cancellation on my 30th birthday. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you haven't, you can listen to the emergency podcast episode, Domination is Cancelled. Domination can. Cancellation. And here are very raw thoughts as it was happening. We could talk about what we think she should have did. Right. And that will be it's later. Before all that, and also adding to our confusion about the reasons stated versus how she was presenting on herself on Instagram, she was doing a lot of fun skits. Yes, we're not going to end this no. on a sour note. No. I, oh, like an apple pie? Like oh. A- <laughs> I don't eat vegetables. Um, vegetables. Well, Sabi does. (laughs) Steamy like a pot full of apple pie. Oh, that's disgusting. That's terrible. Um, We're going to do a little quick discussion about Instagram-ney. Instagram-ney continues to jump out. Some things that that happen include um, backflipping to Justin Timberlake's music. That was... I need an explanation. Who overlaid that song? Honestly, she sometimes very scarily doesn't seem to remember that she dated him because she also said she'd love to work with him in that vine q a i believe or right. it was like sometimes i like do you do remember that cry me a river moment and everything right like you don't 
in every time your song about it. It's weird. I but I, I also... would love to know her process of taking the video mm-hmm. and then overlaying the music on it. Does she do it? Does she use it in iMovie on her iPhone? Yeah. Does someone else do it? Mm-hmm. I use a different app, but like, I just want to know that process. Yeah. Did, it was did Love Stoned. She, did she download Love Stoned in the iTunes store and then overlay it in iMovie? Cause that's how I have to do yeah. it. Flip side of it. I do believe in growth and I do believe that like that did happen in 0203. It's very possible 15 years later, you give no fucks anymore. And like, that was somebody she grew up with to begin with. Yeah. I love that song. Oh, me too. That song reminds Taste. me of Unusual You. Yes. The transition. Ugh. So, yeah, she um, pays tribute to her ex. And then Jaden James pranks her. Mm-hmm. In the kitchen. In the kitchen. That little shit. <laughs> There's also that one of them, like, running around. And she's, like, screaming and chasing them. Yeah. That was something else. That was something else. She she really gets into skits in this era. Mm-hmm. Um, among the most cringeworthy, I would say, is the one that she forces Sam to be involved in when she holds hands with him and walks down the hall. Oh, right, and just bolts. <laughs> Those uh, shoes make them look really sexy. Where are we eating? Steakhouse. I think she's really hungry. That's fine. She was hungry. She documented her journey to eating. We do get also sexy workout videos with Sam, which are honestly borderline porn. Yeah. Where they're like, he's doing push-ups with her. They're kissing in between reps. It's like hot and also further proof that she should really do a fucking workout video already. He honestly is quite a good sport. Like, I feel like he's kind of in it for the long run. Yeah. He's putting he up a long. Arm. It's very sweet. And then vocal knee jumps out. We get at least two live renditions. We get... what what note was that was that a high c that was why she uses the filter (laughs) god damn it (laughs) the last episode the last episode and and i finally hit puberty (laughs) (laughs) um new york new york earlier in the year And then White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Just like the ones I used to know. Where the treetops glisten and children listen to me. Which she changed lyrics to. To drag her boys. Oh. Yeah. That's right. And she's like, and children listen to me. And she's like, <laughs> tell that she like hit stop and then. Jaden, <laughs> shut the fuck up while mommy's recording. <laughs> My God. Yeah. So that's, you know, it. and then I think one of the last things that happened of the year is that Juliet Lewis went viral listening to work bitch oh my god popping off can't you save us britney spears can we be saved god why is satan controlling the universe is the world going crazy yeah britney Britney spears Spears, will you save us (laughs) but like really but like tea like everyone's like dragging her they're like holy shit she looks insane i'm like yeah but 
but like that's me when i wake mood. up yeah yeah i log in and i read what's happening and i'm like <laughs> Britney Spears, <laughs> Britney Spears? <laughs> where's the third single from glory <laughs> that is kind of what this whole podcast boils down to it's like can you please just help us <laughs> save us <laughs> that honestly sums up that this whole year it really does i guess we pick the knee of 18 oh my god i have one go ahead the rest is still unwritten knee oh i think this is staring (laughs) at the empty stage before (laughs) you open up the dirty windows at the borgata field domination (laughs) being canceled (laughs) oh my god I think this is one of the biggest question marks over her career since Baby Knee in 05, 06, and since um, Breakdown 7, like that whole era. I think this is our biggest question mark yet mm-hmm. since that time. Indefinite work hiatus, canceling a show, like where are we going? Are we retiring? Are we just taking a little breather? It's definitely a very unwritten moment. Do we want my theory now? Yeah. Is this the is this the time and place to say it? I think it's so. Now or never. Oh, <laughs> that's a bop. <laughs> um, I have a theory, and this is not because I'm not a pessimist. I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think I feel. Mm. This is just my opinion. Conspiracy theory, allegedly. Okay. I feel like Britney thinks that Britney is over. I have a feeling Mm -hmm. what I said in the domination cancellation episode is what I said. I still stand by it. Mm -hmm. And I think that I'm going to get dragged. I don't care. Eh, It's our last one. I don't. Yeah, I really don't care. Um, And this whole concept of her, how she always says, like, I feel alone. I don't feel like I belong. I feel, you know, she's not cool anymore. I'm not cool anymore. My kids tell me I'm not cool anymore. And they let glory flop. They didn't give her what she should have gotten for it. And then when domination happened and it came out of the gate and was like, this is a disaster. Mm-hmm. We know that she sees these headlines. Yeah, We talked about it in the last episode when people were like, oh, do you have backing vocals? Right. And she's like, uh, no, that really pisses me off. And then she goes rogue and starts singing on stage yeah. and going rogue. I don't think there's any way that she didn't see all this. Yeah. And I feel like she may have been hurt. And... The reason why I say that is because she's completely disappeared off Instagram. We have lost all sign of this like fun, goofy yeah. Britney that we've seen for two years. And yeah. I don't mean to be dark and I don't mean to be pessimistic because I'm really like, that's not my MO. Hmm. I honestly feel like there needs to be someone that comes in with some new, exciting ideas for her. That's not like, Oh, you're a legacy act. You remember your song from 20 years ago. There needs to be someone that comes in with like, new innovative you're gonna set a new trend here because she sees all the other girls going to vegas now mm-hmm. and she's like oh like they're selling out vegas yeah i'm not yeah i'm over like i feel like there's something bigger here mm-hmm. that needs to switch to get her inspired because i feel like she's that's why i say like i think it's over and i don't mean i'm trying right. to be real right i don't want it to be over Right, of course not, but I think we're realer than a lot of fans want to be. Right. With every I get people DMing B10 is coming, like it's going to be her best album yet, and I'm just like, no. What kind of masochists are you people that you're like doing this to yourself once again where it's like the hype, the whole thing that mm-hmm. we do it to ourselves constantly, like so I think 
I agree with you. I think she's gotten in her head mm-hmm. for a, a multitude of reasons. But I also think that there's stuff in the background right now. I think there's personal issues with her father that we're not made privy to and that shouldn't be made privy to. And that's just, they're dealing with it. They're just, that's the situation. I think she's respectfully not engaging with social media right now anymore. She's just not feeling it right now. It's interesting that they're putting out these things with Justin Tranter right now, despite the fact that she came out with her heartfelt, I'm not working right now message that they decided to jump and say, B10's coming, Justin's coming. And then you've got Danger talking about like, I'm working on tracks for her and Justin's posing with Danger. And for me, this is like... What do you think about that tweet? Um, as I pointed out, Danger has said that he's on every album since Circus because he was on Circus 2 for a few songs. He has constantly said he's submitted songs. He's constantly saying it's a Britney song. I have no doubt that he might actually be involved this time because... Justin did pose with him and I've heard rumblings possibly that it could finally be happening. That doesn't mean success because that album came out 12 years ago. I don't think that immediately screams success. I think that's the nostalgia in you being like blackout slayed. Therefore this is going to slay. It's like just cause if it sounds like 2007, it's not going to sound good in 2019. Well to counter that. Yeah. What is success for me? It is shifting her into territory that she has not gone in and if that's like a new weird kind of electronic sound or whatever be it that could be a thing for me i want new people i just always want new people i never want her working with the same people the only exception would be i always think that she kind of will be okay with max i think her and max is a special bond i don't think bad things of justin or danger but i do um, it gives me great pause when a bunch of men are talking about Britney's projects without her. Hi, our podcast. Um, but we're not like, working. <laughs> we're not working with her. Oh, that's, oh, I'm sorry. We're somewhat girls. First of say. all, we're somewhat girls. Second of all, we're not like claiming that we're working on her album or anything. I'm True. talking about like, she just said that she's reeling from her father's illness and is like not thinking about work right now. I just, it gives me pause that they're thrusting Justin out in the spotlight and that Justin's talking and that Danger's talking. I would love for her to speak for herself. Even that recent Entertainment Weekly article, or was it E, where they were like, her father's getting better. She's going to get back to work soon. I'm like, can she say that? Can she confirm that? Because right now it's a lot of people talking around her. It gives me bad Britney Jean femme fatale vibes of like people speaking on her behalf. She made the the last thing that we got from her is that she just wants to be with her father right now. She just doesn't want to deal with work. So then to have all this shit is like, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way that fans are just like, B10, B10, B10. It's like her last broadcast is that she's not okay right now. Like why? I don't know. It doesn't feel right to me. If she posted a fucking thing in the studio and she's like, I'm feeling really inspired. I really want to start a new album or something like, oh my God, that would feel so much better than how it feels right now where it's like indefinite work hiatus. But like these producers are like talking her up, but she's not said a word about it. Yeah. I don't like it. I know uh, until she says something and then I'll be all for it. You know, I don't know. I would like for her to feel we like, I've said before, I feel like music and creativity has helped pull her, her out of yeah. dark moments before. So mm-hmm. I want, I just want her to feel that too. Yeah. And it's gotten her through heartbreak. 
it got her through 2007. Totally. Yeah. I just, I'm not saying like I want to force her to work, but I no, just feel no. like for me, it's just like, I want to feel that she wants to do it. Right. I'm tired of residencies that feel forced after a while. I'm tired of announcement of announcements that look painful and that she doesn't want to be there. We want the music because the music's always been good, but I want her to want to do it because if you were a fan from 98 to 07, you'd know what it felt like when she was fired up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I would like that again, I guess. I'm not saying bring back the old Britney. I'm saying I would love her to be hungry and not feel like we've just, we've forced another album out of her. And to me... I also just think there needs to be when you come out with a new album now, there needs to be supporting elements to it that are exciting. Yeah. I think she's still given just the standard old dated stuff and no one's trying to come up with something new for her. Like the Kenzo stuff she was into because it was new for her. Mm -hmm. She loves the perfume campaigns because they give her budget and characters. And I agree. So it's like with whatever's next doing another Vegas residency was not it. And we saw that she was like not into it. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's like, what is that next thing for her that could be new? That's why I like, everyone's going to fight me. I would love her to take time off because I would like her to get excited, passionate, creatively rejuvenated, plot her next move. If it were up to me, she would go away for a little bit and come back with a totally unexpected, flesh tone album of solid unexpected brilliance oh that would be i mean that's that's what i see that's like this just wall-to-wall excellent cohesive album i don't know i would love a surprise drop from her next yeah me too like really go underground and have everyone shut the hell up yeah and drop something because it would be i think she would get a lot of press for it yeah that's why i also like it'd be really exciting don't I think. really love that they're talking already and i know just I don't know. It could be magic. I, you know, I could be fully eating my words and I would love to eat my words. If like danger is amazing again in 2019, I'm just like, basically what we're saying (laughs) is do a surprise album. Please do a surprise. I mean, take time off and well, I'm never going to get the position now, but let's just say I was uh, in the running to be digital at Sony. um, And it was me versus a person who was internal. And I ultimately did not get the position, but I was almost going to be digital and I, in my pitch of what I would have done for her, I said, like, it was right before Make Me. And I was like, don't tease anything. Just fucking drop the video in the in the song. They did not listen, obviously. But I just, I just have ideas for her that make her a lot more iconic than turning her into, like, a bachelorette act. nostalgia act. Right. And I get that you go where the money goes, but... It would have been a lot cooler if if people were around her that were passionate enough to advance her artistically. So I struggle, definitely. Right. I, and the money will come if the, the product's good. Yeah. Just, mm, it's just, yeah, it's taking a risk versus doing something a little bit more safe, which is relying on her back discography. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm also optimistic too. Like, Ultimately, the music's always going to be good, minus Britney Jean, which was, you know, a blip. But I mean, I could still talk about Glory. Yeah, and um, Justin's not going to make bad music with her. It's going to be good. I don't want to drag anyone. But I mean, Mariah worked with old collaborators on Caution. Yeah. And it was great. 
I just think, I think it's fine to do. It just has to be advancing you. Right. Yeah. I not like a copy and paste. It has to be right, 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 right. It has to be like, I saw something in you then and a sound for you then. And now I see something for you. Like they have to believe in her in the way that they did then that they do now that they could take it to the next level with something new. And I think that's what she needs. So I could see it being good in that respect. Kind of like how Karen stepped in queen Karen for glory. Yeah. She obviously had a vision for Brittany Mm -hmm. that worked. So it's, I think that could be the optimistic sign here. I think so. It's kind of, I also feel like we do it too as fans. We're like, we have ideas for you. Mm-hmm. We can talk about the legacy stuff, but yeah. like we could also, like we just wanted to know, like we just want to shake her and be like, you're a fucking legend. Right. You can keep going. You can do something new. Yeah. You can still be relevant. You can set the next trend that all the other girls are going to copy in five years like they're doing now. I would love that. Yeah. She went from being the bar to sort of trend chasing, which is like, I'm not shading Justin, but I... Well, I and then ju- she set trends and didn't get credit for it. Well... Mm. Which trends? Vegas. Oh. For the pop girls. Right. I'm going to keep bringing it up every episode. Yes. That one tweet that went out that was like... Uh, oh, that, yeah. that Celine like and Like, Vegas Gaga. is newly revived, thanks to... And I was like, um, I'm sorry, you spelled Britney Spears wrong. <laughs> anyway. No, I know. There is optimism here. There is optimism. I'm being cautious because I feel like we've been burned literally all of the time, constantly. By who? By the promise of certain things that oh. never come through. Right, right, right. Obviously, like history has repeated itself numerous times. Definitely. Yeah. But we'll see. We'll see what comes next. That's why my knee is unwritten knee because this is the big question mark in her career. And uh, my knee was going to be legacy knee because I feel like it was a lot of nostalgia. Yeah. We may have contributed to that. Right. Yeah. We're like, I can't believe they credited 20 years. Anyway, listen to our 20 years <laughs> podcast. But we didn't know Domination was coming. We did so, not. Like, it was whatever. What have you taken away from this experience? Like the whole, the podcast? Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting how in the beginning, I have no personal memories yeah. of anything because I wasn't allowed to go to the concerts. I didn't have friends that also loved Britney. So it was all me in my own head yeah. and me listening to the CDs on my CD player and just being like queen of pop in my bedroom, dancing right. alone. And then as I got older and we start to share more stories, it's like coming alive through yeah. college. And then her music always has like a, almost like a, what's that thing called where it's, um, it's like years, a timeline, a timeline. Yeah. Great. Um, (laughs) As the timeline progresses, there are moments in life that align with songs and albums throughout my life and through my gayness Mm -hmm. and personal struggles and ups and downs that all kind of have that tie in somehow. So I think it was interesting to like, it's like a time capsule. This. It is. I think it definitely tracks our personal and professional growth. Mm Mm-hmm kind of puts into perspective how much she has shaped our worldview and experience. Mm -hmm. Also, I think really underscores how much she's actually done, which not everybody has. It's true. One of the the great things is really when we hear from people who aren't huge fans, honestly, they might know us from like internet stuff or I don't know, but they don't 
necessarily go hard like we do. And they're like, I had no idea she did this. And actually thinking about it, it really is fucked up how the media treated her. And actually, like, she did accomplish all of this. And that's, like, I think the best takeaway is, like, that we have helped to give her a bit of a voice because she is so humble knee that sometimes her accomplishments don't necessarily speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. So I've really liked... Or like the two little gay megaphones. Two little gay megaphones. Emojis. <laughs> Skinny. <laughs> um, it's true. And like as pessimistic as I even feel that I was like just thinking about this new era, like I'm still, she's ultimately like my beacon of hope and also like inspiration because even if it goes through a bad era, like 7, 11, 13, or even if in her triumph of the early years, like there's always a lesson and I feel like I, I take something from it each time. So I'm not worried about where this goes because it's, like she's done the work she inspires me in everything that she does so i'm not concerned yeah personally like my stand delusions died a little bit in 2013-14 and i know that she's not a main relevant pop girl in 2019 while some fans still believe that which is a choice but but like no one is uh, well it's so the landscape is so different. The landscape's different, but like if you ask a twenty year old, it's like do a Camila oh. Miley. Like, oh right, 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 right. I think it's been a humbling experience because we've aged out of pop in a way, and we've aged out of what's cool. Like we're not necessarily the demo anymore, and that's been a bit of something that's come out of this whole process. Is like watching pop. We're a new demo. We're a new demo, um, but like watching the. She may shape not be of, two, but she's wiser. She is stronger than yesterday and older (laughs) and i mean i'm okay with it but i think there's like a slight undercurrent of delusion that exists in the fan base to put it kindly i'm happy accepting where she is now and who she is now rather than relying on the nostalgia of where she was because i did appreciate the nostalgia though for a hot second oh of course yeah yeah and i i love looking back at like our memories of those things and stuff like that. I don't want to discredit or like take it away from us, but I also think sometimes it makes it feel like she's no longer with us sometimes. Right. It's like the timing aligning that with the new Vegas thing was like bad. Yeah. Bad synergy. It was. Yeah. I just want to, I guess maybe encourage people to buy glory, buy glory on (laughs) iTunes. And yeah, I don't know. I, I've really enjoyed it because I feel like we've really tapped into fans who felt disconnected from pop culture now and fans who oh, totally. had had the same experiences as us and are now reaching out to us in our DMs and like sending us memories and things. Yeah. Um, it's been a very powerful thing. I feel like it's a little bit of the same energy that I like the social media world, like when we first became friends, mm. like social media to me felt so much more of a place to find friends and yeah. find people. And that has been gone for yeah. the past. If you can't be my friend two or three years, then please don't be my enemy. But like really though, yeah. so many people have left. And now I feel like this has also allowed us to connect with people, re- yeah. reconnect with people totally. who've had shared experiences. Yeah. We are kind of like reconnecting some people in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like- we got a lot of people to listen to glory. We did. Who have never heard it. That's true. Oh, yeah. That was... Which, like, you know what? I Put that on my tombstone. 
because that's going to be one of my greatest accomplishments from this podcast. It is quite shocking that a lot really of people, let the girls know a lot of people tweeted us like oh because of britney jean or oh i didn't know she even had an album out but i finally listened to it because of the podcast and i'm like happy but also like deeply troubled inside that that oh i'm like full-on mission accomplished oh yeah that's I'm what just I, like, I waited all 20 episodes to get there <laughs> <laughs> i'm always surprised i just live you know when i talk about stand delusion sometimes i i have plenty of my own and i'm like wow this didn't reach people nope and it's humbling and it is now yeah you're welcome mm-hmm. yeah it's so. deserved it's it's what she deserves it is what she deserves whatever she chooses to do for herself is fine by me like i'm of the camp that could take anything from retirement to a new album like i don't i don't need anything from her she doesn't owe us anything nope b10 would also be nice but it's not necessary yeah just would love to hear from her again just right. in general right yeah who knows maybe we'll just have her pop on i next feel episode. like oh my god right <laughs> next week um <laughs> live interview <laughs> i feel like we should do i mean there's a lot of i feel like we should do episodes after this yeah because this is the end of the 20 years right this is wrapping her up but we are in 2019 now so who knows what's gonna happen in i don't even know what day is what's today uh Saturday. Speaking of living a day in the of moment, rest, I don't know what day it is. But not for Kyle. Um, <laughs> you know, we're we're gonna have to wait and see what Literally. happens this year. We're gonna have to talk about that at some point. And I feel like we could also do something where you and I separately build a like sound for her, like what mm. we, where we think she should go. Yeah. Next, I also think it would be cool to talk about what we think we, she should have done with domination. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think it should have happened to be honest i think we needed the episode oh Domin- the, oh right. the, the- <laughs> so in today's episode what do you think she should have done well uh nothing nothing thank you so much for listening <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the eventual next residency timing wise or the I- eventual next show show let's say show because i don't want residency right. you're right yeah i think we both on the same page that like a six month delay until the next residency was like not the look for either no anyway okay cool yeah so so the show in general yeah or a show Mm -hmm. that will yeah we'll do that (laughs) (laughs) cool and um if you are not following us on instagram at britney podcast we do have a post there with question marks for questions so we will let this simmer for a hot minute and then let you guys catch up if there's any questions you have about anything from the 20 years drag us in the comments of that post Oh yeah, there's there's no uh, hesitance with some people to do that. <laughs> Let's just say that um, there's room for everybody. Oh my god, I was gonna say leave cow emojis for oh. moomoos. <laughs> <laughs> if you made it this far, leave a cow emoji. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> cow emojis and carrots. Is it cows carrot? and apples? Oh my god! <laughs> really? If you made it this far, tweet us cows and apples. <laughs> God, oh I'll see God. it in my nightmares. You're yeah. gonna see me in your dreams oh my tonight. God. Yeah, there's still plenty to discuss though here, so don't be sad. Why should you be sad? You shouldn't. Heaven knows. <laughs> Does it? Gravity blankets knows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no! I want to do a what we want for her musically. What we think the next show should be. Q and A. Talk about the unreleased albums. Yeah, for sure. We need to have a debate about what her best songs are. Yeah. 
there's a lot we need there's, to. There's more coming. Mm-hmm. We've got ideas. Oh, oh. <laughs> the, the final voice crack of the season. God, <laughs> that <was> bad. <laughs> It's like that well. video of Mariah from um, <laughs> yes. the Christmas. All I want come true. <laughs> you know what? I can't do these live vocals outside in 30 degree weather. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. Wow, I mean, what a journey it has been. It really has been. We on it, we've been on this podcast longer than her summer tour. We have. <laughs> we actually have. Outsold Peace of Me summer tour uh, 2018. <laughs> So make sure to subscribe. Yeah. We don't make you pay $70 to listen. But we should. <laughs> and we might. <laughs> We're creating a Patreon page and you're going to get the It's Britney Bitch Tour Club tea exclusive to you. Kyle will be creating it on MS Paint. Oh my and God. And he'll I be shipping never. it out. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But um, no, we're not. Uh, this is not over over. Mm-mm. Some might Honest, say we. Honestly, tell me it's not over. Oh. Some might say we've just begun having our fun. Oh. Yeah. That's true, though. It is true. Though. Not so, to, like, hype or anything, but, like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> not to hype, but what we have coming, you're just going to have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then, until then, until then, we'll see you soon. See you soon. Wow, it's over. Bye. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Domination's canceled, so this podcast. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.